0: Welcome to A Healthy Move Podcast. I'm your host, Di Shepherd, a reformed corporate workaholic turned health and wellness advocate and women's fitness coach. I'm also mum to an energetic little boy and Aussie expat with a passion for embracing ways to live a renewed, healthier way of life. Join me each week as I share hints, tips, and real conversations on all things health, fitness, and well-being to help make A Healthy Move for a life that you love hello and welcome back to a healthy move podcast i'm your host I shepherd and today i'm welcoming my very first guest onto the show to chat about meditation now meditation is something that i have been recently incorporating regularly into my early morning routine and i love learning about its many benefits the various types and also how it can help us in our everyday lives so I've invited the wonderful Susie Elias from Meditate With Suze, who is going to help us understand all things meditation. Susie is a mum of three young children and also the co-owner and studio manager of Fine Form Physio in Sydney, Australia. And I'm constantly amazed at how grounded she is. I've known Susie for a number of years now and I first came to know Suze as a client of mine at my previous Sydney-based boot camp business where she trained with us regularly in the great outdoors as part of her fitness routine. Now Susie started meditating daily after the birth of her third child when she realized that juggling three kids and the running of a family business and home life was no easy feat. She quickly found the benefits to be profound and this quickly became her favorite daily me time routine. She has spent the last few years learning a range of meditation techniques and researching new ways to connect with inner essence and calm. People often comment on her constant state of peace and ask her what her secret is and this is something that I have often wondered too. Now, over the course of the pandemic, Susie has started sharing her meditation practices with others and also established her own online meditation services. And more recently, in person classes, workshops, and card readings. So, in our chat today, we talk about how meditation can help in our day to day lives. What led her to become a meditation and mindfulness teacher, along with how we can all get started with meditation and make it a part of our health and wellness practice to enhance our lives. And there's, of course, stacks more during our chat. So without further ado, I hope you will enjoy my chat with Susie Elias from Meditate with Suze.
1: Welcome to A Healthy Move podcast, Susie. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. I'm really looking forward to our chat today about meditation.
2: Thanks for having me, Di. Really excited to be invited by you and um, really keen to see how your amazing podcast progresses. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. And thank you so
1: much for making the time. I feel like this chat is really extra special as I've known you for quite a while now, back in the day when I ran my boot camp business in Sydney, and I feel like I've seen your children go up on the sidelines and yeah. stay in touch all this time. I've I've always loved your family physiotherapy practice as well. It's it's I think this is a really special chat for me.
2: Thanks, Di. It, it is as well for me too because you know you've been in Singapore for a little while now, and you know we don't get the chance to connect as often as we used to. And I'm really excited about the the direction that you're you're moving into and. Um, Yeah, happy to join you today to chat about my world as well.
1: Fabulous. I'm so excited. This is so great. So uh, this podcast is all about providing tips and conversations around all things health, fitness and well-being. And today I'm I'm really excited to have you here as a guest to chat to us about meditation and mindfulness. But before we dive in, Susie, I would like to ask a few quick questions to help the listeners get to know you a little bit better. So are you ready? Yes. Shoot. <laughs> All right. Great. Fantastic. So I'm going to start with my number one question. Are you an indoor or outdoor workout kind of gal?
2: Oh, I like this question. That's also one of my favourite questions and I'm so happy you've asked this because <laughs> I'm definitely an outdoor workout kind of person. Um, I work indoors in our family business all day and I find the fresh air and the sunshine a great refresher from my daily routine and I just yes. love the way nature has the power to uplift and energise me for the day. Um, totally. So yep, definitely yeah. an outdoor person
1: yeah and I can really relate to that too I mean obviously I ran my outdoor boot camps in Sydney for that very reason too because Mm -hmm. I used to be in the corporate world and I hated being in a stuffy office and and that was part Mm -hmm. of the reason I started outdoor boot camps I just love it so much so yeah we're very closely aligned on that one (laughs) awesome (laughs) all right so number two what season do you like the most and why
2: Ooh, okay, so this is an interesting one. I used to say summer, but anyone who's lived in Sydney in summer for the past three years would probably agree with me that our summers have been awful, unfortunately. No. Very uncharacteristic weather. We've had every natural disaster you can think of. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> yes. yeah, oh my God, a bit, yes. Keep in a tune with the news. Uh, we've had floods and fires. So um, I can probably safely say that spring is now my favourite season in, in um, Sydney. I yes. just love the way the air starts to smell sweet just as we end August over here. Um, And it's like a sign that the flowers are about to bloom and warmer weather is on its way and the visual display of beauty that comes with spring. And, you know, obviously I'm a warmer weather person, so the sunshine is definitely like medicine for me. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, you've
1: described Mm -hmm. that so well too. I I just Mm. remember... When I was in Sydney just that changes season which I don't really get so much here in Singapore it's just either hot and then another variation of hot <laughs> so I've it's heard. definitely yeah. something I miss about Sydney and it's just that Christmas in the in the mornings and then it warms up and then you know it gets cooler a little bit again in the evenings oh, over that absolutely. time period yeah so
2: beautiful yeah. oh wonderful and then what's one thing you can't live without Ooh. That that's an easy easy answer. Definitely my family and especially my kids. Um I have three little ones and they just light up my world and they teach me so much about life and love. So I definitely could not do life without my beautiful family.
1: Oh, what a great response. I love that. Yeah. That's so great. All right. Well, let's dive into our chat about meditation. Um, okay, so let's get started. So firstly, how can meditation help us all in our everyday lives? I'm sure people have come across meditation in some form or another, whether they've just heard about it or perhaps they practice it. Um, but I'd love to know how you feel meditation can help us in our lives and how do you personally use it in your life too?
2: Sure, sure. Look, um, meditation, I feel, is a very powerful tool. Um, There are many different ways that it can help you in your life. Firstly, the practice of meditation is the act of going inwards. So the act of connecting with your inner essence and inner calm. You might be thinking, "Mm, I'm not really a calm person. But Look, we all possess um, an inner essence, and inner calm. We all have that potential. So if we break away from all the distractions and chaos of our outer world, there is this inner source that we can all connect into that nourishes and guides us on a path full of peace. Um, meditation at a practical level it helps to calm the mind. If you ever suffer from monkey brain or scatter brain, you know, if you're a busy professional parent like me, meditation helps to slow your mind down. Um, it helps to improve your focus, your energy levels, it increases your productivity so that if you're more efficient overall, a lot of people say to me, Oh, I don't have time to meditate, I'm so busy. And my favorite response to them is um, you know, if you do meditate, you will find you will create yourself more time by being more efficient and productive. Um, and you know, you won't know until you until you try it. Just trust me on that. <laughs> of course, it's, yeah. it's like
1: anything, really, isn't it? And it, it also sounds a little bit like fitness. You know, I yeah. don't have time to I
2: yeah. don't have time
1: to work out. And meditation, yeah. I guess, is an a, a a mind mind way of working
2: out would that make sense Absolutely. to you and so yeah. many people put themselves on the back burner and themselves as the lowest priority and have that you know most I, I i sense it's mostly females where they feel like oh but my family comes first my family need me um you know my, my kids need me or work needs me and um they're always putting their own self-care on the bottom of their priority list so um it's a common complaint you know finding oh, I'm time definitely
1: I'm definitely guilty of that. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners are guilty of that too.
2: Absolutely. Um, So secondly, meditation is also a great relaxation tool. So if you tend to get stressed or anxious easily, or you're just going through some sort of a stressful period in your life, um, you know, we all have things that happen that throw us off our course. Um, You know, a daily practice of meditation will help train your mind to enter an alpha state, which is a deep level of relaxation more often um that's what you want to feel those you know moments of bliss even when everything is going crazy around you um thirdly some people use meditation as a spiritual tool to grow more conscious and aware of themselves and the impact on our world um and there's a saying I've heard that i love in regards to meditation as a spiritual tool and it is um prayer is when you talk to god and meditation is when he talks to you for me this resonates i get it you know cuz i've been meditating for years so that quote med- you know definitely resonates for me um A lot of the Eastern traditions advocate meditation as a tool to clear and balance chakras or what we Westerners would call energy centres, and there are many different kinds of meditations out there that help focus on different kinds of energy centres within the body. Um, Personally, for me, I use meditation in my life for all of the above. (laughs) I guess with three young children,
1: you need that as your outlet,
2: don't you? you do, you do. So on days that I've been especially busy, it's a great relaxation tool. On days that I need to knuckle down and focus, um, therefore I need more energy, I use it as an energy booster. Um, On days that I'm feeling like I need some sort of a divine or a soul connection, I use it as a spiritual tool. So, look, the, the benefits are just endless. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm sure we'll talk more about that further. hope
1: that yeah, p- no, answered your question. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's so interesting and you describe it so aptly. I love it. Yeah. Um, one of the other questions I had was, is mindfulness a form of meditation or is that defined as something completely different?
2: Okay, so... I personally believe mindfulness is a broader term which encompasses many different modalities and activities. Um, Yeah. So, look, yes, meditation is a mindfulness tool which aids in an individual becoming more mindful of themselves and of others um some of you may have heard of mindful eating or mindful movement etc so there okay. are different ways that one can practice mindfulness but yes meditation is just one of these ways
1: okay yeah get yeah. it now that's that's great thank you for yeah.
2: explaining that that's quite
1: fantastic no worries. so in the last year, you have started your meditation and mindfulness services. And I, I really just love what I've seen and, of course, heard um, yeah. with your meditation, actual your meditations um, and what you're putting out there with your meditation work. Can you take us back a little bit and share how you discovered the practice of meditation?
2: Absolutely. Um Okay, well I suppose I'd go back to when I was a teenager. I used to I used to do martial arts classes to help deal with school stress and keep fit and healthy um and in our karate classes our sensei would guide us through a quick 10 minute meditation at the start of the class he'd get us ready to focus and discipline our minds for sparring um so I guess that was my first taste into the world of meditation um which I loved um yeah and um, I I just didn't think
1: that you know something like karate would include meditation
2: Oh, absolutely! Um, you know, I think most of the uh, martial arts, um, you know, traditions, the body on what you need to achieve. Um, um, yeah, it's a, it's an amazing world out there, really is. Um, so yeah, and then as a young adult, I found the pressures of transitioning from child to adult rather overwhelming. Coming from a sheltered upbringing where everything was done for me and served on a silver platter, I think a, bit, <laughs> yeah. I think, and a lot. Of, I think a lot of people can resonate with this. You know, those teething issues yes. as you grow into the world. You know, um, and the big wide wide world for me was at times scary, and having to make decisions for myself was like at times quite taxing. So I turned to meditation again, um, but this time I bought myself a CD. Yep. I'm showing my age now, <laughs> a <laughs> CD, not a DVD or, or a live stream. Well, um, yeah, or a download. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, so, yeah, I found myself a CD and um, I think it had binaural beats set to music, which was promoted as inducing certain brain weights. So, like out putting your brain into an alpha, theta or gamma um, state. Um, And so from memory, the product was called HoloSync and I just found it absolutely incredible. Um, It sent me into an altered state of relaxation every time I listened to it. Um, I found I would come out of the meditation and would be able to solve whatever problem was overwhelming me. Um, So it just cleared my mind and then I was able to sort of just focus in on how to come up with strategies or answers on how to solve my problem um and that's not something I could do in waking because I was just struggling to you know um, categorize all my thoughts um Mm -hmm. I also found my sleep patterns improved dramatically um I was sleeping way better than I was before um and that helped my body adapt to stress stress way better um Yeah, so that's when I realized how powerful meditation was for me and my brain. Um, And I picked it up as a regular practice just after giving birth to my third child. Um, You know, I felt way out of depth with now juggling another person's schedule and dealing with work and, of course, the exhaustion that comes with breastfeeding and just in general being a mother. Yes, of course. Um, of you know, course. You, you've got so a, much stuff going, a, a, going on, well. right? Yeah, you know, and um, you're working at the same time, and it's a, it's it's the typical picture for most modern women right now. How do I juggle? being a good parent and a good worker and you know not having that guilt of i'm not doing enough in this area or i'm not doing enough in that area so yes. You're balancing
1: um, balancing all the things and doing all the things yeah. and feeling you know feeling all the stresses of life in general that,
2: and all the mental
1: admin that's going on in your head
2: that's it and look Di, i really wanted to find an answer to my problem. I'm surely this can be done in a more efficient and effective way on my mind, body and spirit. So I went on an amazing retreat to Bali and I had a life coach at the time and I took my baby with me and she really helped ignite my love of meditation again. Um, And since then, it has been a regular practice for me. Um, I found the numerous lockdowns we had here in Sydney as a blessing for my meditation practice because I was able to increase my daily practice from ten minutes a day to thirty minutes a day with all the extra time we were gifted with, um, and really focus in on connecting. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, with one a lot of those more brilliant time things,
1: one of those brilliant stories that has come out of COVID, right? <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, and in there's the so many out there. You really just have to, you know, chat with. A variety of people to find out that look, yeah, there were pros and cons about the situation that we all found ourselves in. Um
1: absolutely. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah so I suppose that answers a long answer to your beautiful question. No, no, <laughs>
1: it's great. It really helps us put in the picture and, and also helps us understand where you've come from and how you use it in your in your life. So that's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. It's it's oh, really so insightful. Welcome. Yeah. So and then what made you become a meditation and mindfulness teacher?
2: Okay. Well, um I think it was during my first lockdown, my friends asked me to hold an online meditation session for them to calm their nerves. It was a very stressful time here in Sydney. We had no vaccinations at that at that stage. We didn't know what was happening. We'd never been in a lockdown situation before. Yes. Um, and my friends and family knew I was into a daily meditation practice and they wanted to learn how to do it. Um, at first I was rather hesitant because I always appreciate <laughs> myself as the eternal student, constantly learning, researching, and then applying to myself. I'd never saw myself as a teacher, never been in a situation where I've taught a class or anything like that before. Um, so then I said, look, I'm, I'm going to go outside my comfort zone, and try something new. So, um, I started to prepare material and music and realized I really wanted to write my own scripts. And use my own music, Um, because I I, I think I ignited a create a creative side of myself that I probably wasn't tapping into as much as I would have liked to. Um, And look, I created an ex provided an experience for my friends that I myself would want to enjoy during meditation. Yeah. Um. So it was very customized. Um, so once I delivered my original meditations to my friends, they were blown away and they asked for more. And from there, I kind of felt encouraged to open up to the general public. And it just felt like a natural um, option to offer it to our, you know, our physio clients who, you know, quite a few are in chronic pain positions and etc. So So, um, you know, I, I really felt that at that stage, I wanted to share my mindfulness practice with others during the COVID pandemic in order to help hold some space and to create some peace and calm at such a chaotic time.
1: That's well, such a beautiful thing and I'm so glad that you have decided and you took that, that you know, that request from friends and family to take it mm-hmm. to that level because you do have a gift and oh, I feel you. like... Um, you know that the meditations that I have listened to have genuinely helped me too. So thank you so much for being willing to put yourself out there and take that oh, leap of faith.
2: Thanks, Di. So welcome. <laughs> yeah. Now you
1: mentioned music that you do your own music, mm. and mm. and that's a different type of meditation. I'm guessing there's there's lots of different types of meditation practices out there. I mean, I've heard of breath meditation and guided meditation and I'm kind of wondering, like, what are the differences and is one of them, I guess, easier for people to get started with
2: than the other, in your opinion? Oh, yes. Okay. So, there are so many types of meditations out there. Um, You've mentioned breathwork meditations and then, yes, guided meditations. There's also non-guided meditations. So. And and guided visualization meditations, walking meditations, even oh outdoor goodness. meditations. Like the list just goes on. There's brainwave or frequency meditations, and then what I love is singing bowl or crystal ball meditations. Um, And lately, I've heard about um, sound healing beds, which are also a form of sound therapy meditation. Um, and I know there's a couple going on here in Sydney, so I'd love to attend and then just see what um, happens in those. Um, but look, a breathworks meditation is one that utilises the power of the breath throughout the session. So you typically have a guide that instructs you on how to breathe, where to send the breath, etc., in order to oxygenate your body and brain in a way that has marvelous healing power on your body. Um, I know this form of meditation is typically used with a lot of success on chronic pain patients and cancer patients as such. Mm, mm, It's amazing. Um, A guided meditation is any meditation where somebody guides you with their voice throughout the meditation. So they may describe a visualization to you that detaches you from your reality or they may provide you with positive affirmations. Um, personally, if you're new to meditation, I would probably start with a guided meditation. Um, and I'd likely just begin with a 10 minute one and then focus slowly on making your way up to 30 minutes. Um, and then once you've mastered the 30 minutes of guided, um, and that's every day, um, I would highly recommend trying a meditation without guidance. So without anybody's voice, Um, If you find it's not working for you, then you can always go back to a guided meditation until you feel ready um, to go without the guided voice. Um, Once you get yourself into a comfortable rhythm, you may want to try other types of meditations and then let your intuition guide you um, as to what you know you feel you need on any given day. So, yeah, it's, it's really about what works for you as well. So meditating... I find is quite addictive for your brain once you get the hang of it, um, which is not a bad thing, but a very healthy thing. So you're basically training your mind um, to enter deep states of relaxation and the brain is almost like a muscle. And as you know, with every muscle, there's muscle memory. So continual training of your mind will eventually affect you permanently, which is an great thing to do.
1: Um gosh it does sound like fitness, doesn't
2: it? <laughs> it, it is. It's so similar. It's it really mind. is. It is. It's 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 brain fitness. It really is. Um and so for example in my classes I create music that incorporates frequencies created by crystal bowls, metal bowls, and Tibetan singing bowls. Um I use particular tones that have been researched to stimulate particular energy centers so every week I would hold a theme like for example improving creativity and I use a tone that would stimulate and clear the creative energy center so in the eastern traditions that would be the orange or the sacral energy center when I first read up about this I was very skeptical but then I had a client in my class tell me that when they were meditating they in my class they saw orange and I hadn't told them which energy center today's class corresponded with. So when she told me this, I was like, oh my goodness, this stuff works. I'm a convert. Really? So convert from there.
1: That's <laughs> just crazy.
2: Yeah, amazing. So it had stimulated her um, orange energy center throughout the meditation, which, you know, in effect, they say once that's clear and balanced, um, her creates you her should be able to enter a state of creative flow. So if you know if you've ever heard of like writer's block, that's yes. a creativity block, basically. So cool, um, I have that all the time. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You need to do a um a sacral um meditation and clear your orange energy center. You do. Wow. <laughs> and you'll see you'll find yourself way more creative afterwards. Um, so yeah. That that's sure. a bit about my um music and and the different types that you can find.
1: Yeah, that's just fascinating. And I think I think guided meditation for me, I mean, I've listened to one of your meditations where you, you almost like transport us into, you know, travelling overseas and yeah. you know, thinking about the, you know, the, the I guess your surroundings and what's in front of you. I think that mm. really helps me with meditation because my mind mm. is focused on one thing. Um, mm. Otherwise I find when I'm doing meditation on my own, my thoughts tend to, um, I guess, travel on their own away from yeah. things or something will yeah. drop into my head and I'm like oh my gosh I, I need to get dog food for the dog or I need yeah. to pick my kid up from school in the next hour those sorts of things come in but, but that's just kind of a natural thing right when you're meditating yeah. which is oh. like, I guess why they call it a
2: practice is, is that Absolute, right? Absolutely like most people are like that so um, you know the guided meditations are awesome at keeping you focused on someone's voice and you know using I, I use visualizations in my meditation So, you know, the whole idea of transporting someone to another country and describing where they are in detail, um, I think that came partially from the fact that our borders were shut for two years and we couldn't go anywhere. (laughs) Of course, yes. (laughs) Um, We couldn't leave the country for two years and a lot of people were mentioning how much they missed travel and so I kind of my imagination just went into overdrive and I would pick a different country on most weeks and just find a, a, a beautiful Inspiring location within that country, and just describe it and visually and um, you know audio-wise take take the um, student on a, a beautiful de- detachment journey, I suppose. Yeah, and it just um, transports people. Yeah, yeah. That, that was the that was the intention. I'm glad. I'm glad that. it worked for you, Di. Be,
1: indeed,
2: I love it. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs>
1: So so do you recommend that someone just get started with those kind of guided meditations, especially if they've never done it before or perhaps Mm. been reluctant to try meditation in the past?
2: Yes, um, definitely highly recommend you either you download an app or get on Spotify and find lots of different kinds of five to ten-minute meditations. Get to know what your brain and your body responds to the best and then work on building your daily practice up from a small amount of time. It could be, um, you know, so you might start off at 5 to 10, but then if you can get yourself up to at least 30 minutes a day, you will see a big difference in your life. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I know that's worked for me too. Like whenever I'm on a roll with meditation, if I'm doing it consistently over a period of time, that's when you really see the benefits. And I think that's true of any kind of health and wellness practice that you put into your life
2: definitely definitely if you want to see differences I don't I don't think once or twice a week is going to cut it um, but yeah it is definitely possible to build yourself up into um, guru status <laughs> <laughs> over time over time and intention with intention
1: but is it better than nothing like if you can only give you know or start with one or two times a week yeah. is that better than nothing?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're you, you're telling yourself, um, this is time for me. It's um, me time. And um, you know, if you can start with once or twice, that's great. But at least you're you're actually giving yourself a form of self love and self care. It's better than doing nothing. Absolutely. I'm sure, and I'm sure
1: most of us can find five or ten minutes in our day to get mm. started with meditation. I mean, just put your phone down, stop scrolling for a
2: little while. Yeah. That's five less minutes you have on Instagram to fill your brain with more chaos.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I love, you, <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Instagram. Don't wrong. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now you touched on this earlier, but
2: but what do you say to people who say they
1: perhaps don't have time for meditation?
2: Yeah, we definitely mentioned that before. And, um, look, I do say to them, meditation will improve your productivity and efficiency so that you create more time for yourself and the things you need to do. But I also mentioned that the definition of insanity is doing the same things over and over again, um, (laughs) wanting to see a change in the chaos in your life. Um, But, you know, um, if you do something differently, you will see the changes. So give yourself that love and that time to, you know, achieve what you, you're trying to achieve.
1: Yeah, that is so true. If nothing changes, nothing changes.
2: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Yeah. So true. So true. Of course. And are there any other wellness practices and tools that you perhaps incorporate to stay fit and healthy in both mind and body?
2: Yes. Um, I lo- as you know, I love to exercise outdoors. Um, yep. so I still regularly attend a local boot camp. Um, I practice mindful eating and I'm very mindful as to what I put into my body. I listen to what my body needs and I, I provide it with nourishment as much as I can. Um, I love to do Pilates to maintain a healthy core, of course, after having course. three children. Beautiful. Um, I also maintain a regular spiritual practice of prayer and community just to keep my mind healthy. Beautiful. So, yeah. I love that. Thank you. And now you're a mum of
1: three young children. We chatted about that briefly before. Plus, you also run your very busy family physiotherapy business and Pilates Studio, Fine Form Physio, alongside Mm -hmm. your wonderful hubby Ken, who I have met before. How do you find the time? To stay on top of things because that's a lot of stuff that's going on for you. It
2: is, you know. This is a question I get asked all the time. How do you do it? How do you do it? I guess I don't know. If I really search within, I could probably say I'm probably a very organised person. Um, if I keep my life in my phone, so if it's not in my iPhone calendar, it's not going to happen. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I can relate to that. Um, yeah, right. Um, it's the modern day um, diary, right? Um, so I'm not a micromanager. I'm very good at delegating based on people's strengths. So I'm very aware of my own strengths. And so I think, um, you know, when you know your strengths, you know, where your efforts can exert the most value in your life. Um, it's all about value for time. Um, and there's a power in knowing yourself and yes, meditation can help you with that.
1: (laughs) That's so. That's so good that you're willing. I mean, there's nothing wrong with asking for help, and I think absolutely these days there's so many people who I meet who are trying to do it all themselves, and yeah. I'm guilty of that myself. Yeah. Um, but there is nothing wrong to ask for help or to share with people that you have help with certain things around the household or yeah. the things you need to get done in your life too. So
2: absolutely, we're only as good as the support network that we're surrounded with. honestly honestly yeah
1: yeah Yeah. so true and i think i don't know the the more people i meet now more people are surrendering to that and Mm. say that it's okay to get help with stuff Mm. totally do the kids and your husband kenny do they do they meditate too or is it something that you find that it's only your thing in the family
2: well, yes. So Kenny does meditate, um, and from time to time, but especially when he has big days of treating patients. So he, you know, he finds that he needs the energy to see him through the day. He'll he'll pop in a quick um, ten minute meditation um, in his breaks. Um, so my son, who is eight, loves meditating, and he adores my music. He keeps them on his iPad, which is really oh, cute. Oh, gorgeous! That's I so know. Cute. It's so adorable. Um, Now, he's a calm and placid soul. So sitting still for him is really easy. Um, However, my two girls struggle to sit still and I haven't been able to convince them yet of the benefits of going within. But I'm pretty sure that my eldest will be keen once she hits her teenage years and we're be begging mummy for some mindfulness advice. <laughs> yeah. Wow,
1: that's so interesting that your son is the calm one and the two yeah. girls are the more sort of ones that can't sit still. Yeah, I would have thought yeah. it was the other way around.
2: Yeah, yeah, right. I always thought, oh, yeah, boys are so active and they don't sit still. and blah, blah. But my son, when he wants to focus on something, he's he's got good focus. He will sit still if he needs to
1: um yeah so so good it just shows that everybody is unique and everybody is an individual
2: yeah yeah which is you know why it's important to really go through different kinds of types of meditations to see what resonates with you what works well with you beautiful i love that where you can Mm -hmm. see it in
1: you know young children too that's just how that's coming through and how that's playing out for them and i'm sure their lives will change over time too
2: yeah totally
1: Well, uh, this has been such a beautiful chat, Susie. Um, I've really enjoyed this. But I just wanted to wrap things up really quickly with a couple of little things that I love to ask people before we end our conversation. Ooh, um, okay. <laughs> do you have, I'd be keen to know, I mean, you did talk about, you know, one of these earlier, but do you have a favourite quote or a saying?
2: Oh, yes, I love quotes and I post quotes on my um, Instagram page regularly. Um, okay, so I suppose if I had to pick a favourite one, my favourite quote is from Mother Teresa. I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I that love is quote. just beautiful. I'll tell you why I love it. I honestly believe we're all connected and the smallest of actions affect the collective. Therefore, it is so important to be mindful of what energy you're putting out there into the world because it could be felt for miles away. <laughs> it's the ripple or the domino effect you have on other people. It is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Is. You can either, you know, make someone's day or you can make it worse. On their Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's so yeah. important to to take with you along yeah. your journey. Love it. Definitely. And then, what's what's one piece of advice that you would give to your younger self?
2: Oh, god, so much. Let's pick one. Um, <laughs> oh, I think I would probably say everything's going to be okay. You have this.
1: <laughs> yeah. Follow your
2: gut and know what you you know. You know what you need to do. I yes. think I would say that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Don't take ourselves yeah. so seriously. I think just just yeah. follow follow our gut.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. I
1: love that too.
2: Mm. And
1: lastly, where can people find you and get involved with your meditation services?
2: Okay, so I'm on Spotify as Meditate with Sue's. I've got a podcast on there, and I upload my music as well. Um, so Meditate with Suze on Spotify. I'm also on Instagram as Meditate with Suze, S U Z. And I'm also on Linktree recently um, as Meditate with Sues. So I've started holding a series of outdoor meditations in Sydney. And now that we're free to roam about, um, I'll still I still provide services over Zoom, but I do tend to keep my Instagram page well updated. So okay. that's the best place to be informed on what I'm up to. great
1: and of course we'll put all those details in the um in the show notes so don't feel like you need to um note it all down now you'll be able to see it in the show notes for our listeners so there you go
2: hi you're amazing oh
1: thanks so much for joining me Susie it's it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast and I can't wait to hear more from you and and as your meditation following and services grow I just can't wait to see you know where this goes
2: yeah thank you so much for having me. I enjoyed my time so much. i'm um, I'm really excited about what you're doing also and totally resonates um you know with my practice as well. So all the best die for the future. Thank you so oh, much. Thank
0: you, Susie. I've really enjoyed this. Thanks so much.
2: Well, there you go.
0: I hope you enjoyed my chat with Susie and found some little gold nuggets of information to help you embrace a healthy move through the benefits of meditation. And if you'd like to know more about Meditate with Suze, please head to the show notes for those links we mentioned during our chat, and you can also view them on ahealthymove.com too. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I'll catch you again next week. Thanks so much for joining me, and I do hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you love what you're hearing, please share the love and tell your friends about the podcast. I would be super grateful if you could rate, review or subscribe to help more people embrace A Healthy Move. For more resources or details about today's episode, you can head on over to ahealthymove.com or reach out to me with your thoughts and ideas about the podcast anytime via Instagram. My handle is at ahealthymove and I'll chat to you on the next episode real soon.